0: Good evening, folks, and welcome back to another episode of South of the Cheddar Curtain. As always, it's your boy, Devin Hyden, and thankfully, sitting across from the table, from the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Lucas Mueller. You want to say hi to the folks, Luke? Hello, folks. Guys, we're back. We are back to our regularly scheduled program, and if you can't tell, we are both very excited. Feels great. Feels great to be back, man. I mean, I think you did a remarkable job without me, but I know that when I was just sitting there on my desk with my Xbox microphone. That's the best thing I could come up with. <laughs> Thinking like I was party chatting some noobs back in 2010. Uh, it was it was just, it wasn't the same. You know, I didn't have someone giving me shit all the time, and I was a little sad about that.
1: Honestly, I just could not talk that long. I was like, man, I got to breathe once in a while. I don't know how you do it. You're the talkative one of the two of us, I think. What? Both what on you- the pod and in, like, real life. What are you talking about? Um, so... Kudos to you. I thought you did a great job as well. I enjoyed listening to it.
0: But we are much better together. So Without a doubt. Here we are. And there is an extra reason to be jolly this holiday season, is there not? And we're not just talking about Johnny. Ooh, Johnny Jolly. Great reference. Folks, if somehow you missed it, our Green Bay Packers are more than alive. We are knocking on the door of the playoffs after a thrilling 26-20 win over the Miami Dolphins.
1: Yeah, that's that's one way to put it. Uh, absolutely terrifying for a minute or two there for me at the end personally, but amazing
0: one, amazing one. Why were you scared at the end?
1: Man, we've seen this so many times where like we go in, put points up and then it's like, Oh, Hey, we're going to lose on a last second touchdown or field goal. Been there, done that years ago, mostly to be fair, but we've definitely seen this story once or twice before. And I was not going to be content until uh
0: clock at zero or we had the football. I just wish that you could have stopped yourself in that moment of anxiety and think that we've been here before, that there was another time, not too long ago on a Christmas Day game, where we were up by one score. And there was one man that was going to save us. And that's exactly what he did. I am talking about Razul Douglas coming up in the clutch yet again.
1: I want to paint a picture for everyone that's listening at home. Devin, when he got to my house today, Walked it, I mean, he was yelling before he even got to the house. As he was walking up the driveway, my guy's yelling, right? Walks in the house. He's wearing a Packer jersey, a number 29. However, he does not have a, a Razul Douglas. Yet. Jersey. Coming in the mail. Correct. Clearly. Turns around. Is that your Kentrell Bryce?
0: That is, is how my, it is. Kentrell well, this Bryce? was a Kentrell Bryce jersey, RIP. He has taped on a
1: piece of paper towel.
0: Oh, 100% paper towel. You see all those colors? Yeah. <laughs> It says Razul God on the back of it. In red Sharpie, nonetheless. Amazing. Amazing. I'm loyal to my soil, man. I love that guy. Absolutely. And when you say every single game that he is going to save us, you're right sometimes. And thank you, Razul, for making me (laughs) write like a broken clock, write twice a day.
1: It, It definitely makes
0: you look better, no doubt. Indeed it does. But let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming with... I think and I know, and I know for a fact <laughs> that you guys should have seen Luke's face because his iPad is not up. He is not necessarily in his prime form for the show. So he has not thought about his I think and I know. So I will continue to ramble on as I do so often. And I will begin with my first I know. I know then that in the last few days, reports have come out that Tua was concussed for that second half. If you see, we saw in the first half, I don't remember exactly who banged him to the turf. It was after he got a pass off, but he, he went to the ground headfirst. His, his head bounced off the turf like a basketball. So pretty easy to see that he was concussed, and then he does throw three questionable interceptions in the second half. So I think some people are putting an asterisk on this win for us. And maybe you can do that, but I'm not going to. I want to talk about Uncle Mo, Uncle Momentum. Like we talked about with Christian Watson, right? <laughs> and Lucas died. <laughs> sometimes, guys, sometimes it's just one play. It's one play that can turn around how you're feeling. We saw it with Christian Watson. We saw him go off in Dallas, and he has been an absolute beast ever since. You felt this past defense get their swagger back. All the boys. You see J.R. waddling? Off the field to taunt Jalen Waddle. That was amazing. Beautiful. Even though we kind of torched us in the first half a little bit. It's okay. It's okay. Because it isn't about how you start. It's about how you finish. So even if Tua was concussed, even if we did get some help because he was making some questionable throws, we still had to catch the ball. This team was still down by 10 late in the second quarter with them driving. We still had to stand up and stop them. We still had to fight back without Christian Watson. This is another situation where this team normally rolls over and plays dead, and we didn't. So, asterisk, my ass.
1: Love it. Love the conviction there, bud. He's fist-pumping over there. He can't see it, but he's so excited. Um, I would like also to point out real quick that at least two of the three interceptions were good defensive plays.
0: Oh, yeah. Good good reads and coverage by Campbell. Yeah, and
1: the first one was an airmail, but...
0: Oh, the, yeah. Overthrow, for sure. Two is afterwards. I was trying to throw it over the defender, and instead I threw it over the receiver. <laughs> well, you there's ain't... a lot of defenders there, man. You just you threw it over the first guy. You did. You did. Over Chris Barnes, which I'd be scared of Chris Barnes, too. Tua, I got you. But
1: uh, the second two were, were much better um, defensive plays, I feel that. Maybe they weren't the best thrower or the best read, but we still had to make a good play on the ball, and we did. For sure. My I know is... That Romeo Dobbs is not a kick returner.
0: No, we need to have <laughs> another backup plan if
1: Keyshawn Correct. can't go. I I assume that maybe one of the backup plans is Christian Watson. He did some of it in college, which makes me nervous. But Devin Chicken is added. I don't Maybe think not. So. Maybe not. But it can't be Romeo because he ain't it. He does not have the kick return gene. It, it's interesting because you can see some people when they get the ball on kick return, they're born with it, right? Keyshawn Nixon's like this. He barely returned any kind of kicks or punts in college, and I think he's returned two in the NFL before this year. Like, he's not a returner, but as soon as you give that man the ball, you see it. He's got the instinctive gene. A lot of people don't. They're too hesitant. They won't hit the hole. They won't make decisive decisions and cuts with the football, and that's what you need because the entire kickoff team's coming at you full speed. You need to be full speed. You don't have time to think. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what Romeo did. So. I really hope we try somebody else back there if Nixon can't go for some reason, because that ain't it.
0: Yeah, no, you're definitely right. The more that we see from Keyshawn, especially in in postgame interviews, this guy has the utmost faith in himself. I can't think of any other Packer player who just has that much confidence in himself. It's beautiful to see. But that also leans into, like you're talking about, decision making. He's not second guessing himself. Romeo's just coming back from injury, right? He's still kind of getting his stride. So at this time, I agree. Probably not the best. Maybe we throw Samari back there. Somebody. Somebody. Somebody's got to be Patrick, able to do it. Patrick Taylor. <sighs> Man can pass block. Maybe he can return too. Hey, he had a hell of a game. He had his I, best we'll game of a, we'll a, get a Packer, as a Packer, for sure. All right. My second, I know, is that I know. That We have the Minnesota Vikings coming into town this week.
1: Wow, that was insightful.
0: Thank you. Oh, I'm not done yet. And I know this is a very good team. This is a very good offense. They got pieces galore. Jefferson, Thielen, throwing TJ Hawkinson. Oh, yeah, Dalvin Cook. These guys got a team. Mm-hmm. But I know that there is no other team that I would need us to smash in the face On the way to the playoffs, I will make this short, but my feelings about Kirk Cousins are well known. This is true. What he has said in the past about that certain topic may have resulted in some people going home in body bags. And I expect us to return the favor when we send Kirk Cousins back to Minnesota in several smaller bags defensive line, Quay Walker, Rudy Ford, I don't care who it is, somebody put him in the ground.
1: You know if anything ever happens to Kirk Cousins, people are definitely knocking on your door right.
0: <laughs> it's not going to be me out there. The Packers haven't called me yet.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm saying dude, you you're calling for him, man, calling for him. All right, you can you can step off your your twice a year soapbox there for Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. I got it out. <laughs> got it out. All right, good. We're good till next year when we see him twice. Oh, he's
0: going to be done after this week. He
1: done. I'm sure, the multiple bags and, and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, going to have him back together like Frankenstein, right? Anyways. I think. I think. That we may be going into this game a little bit more healthy than we think we might be. Right? We got Yash. We got issues with. Bakhtiari doesn't have an appendix anymore. Right, just chilling. You don't need it. It's fine. Christian hip flexor, Keyshawn groin, right. But if there's anything I've learned over the last couple of years, it is that Aaron Rodgers loves to tell the truth on the Pat McAfee show, and he sounded pretty hopeful for most of those guys.
0: I'm so. not not turning rain on your parade. Yeah, but with Nixon and Watson, at least Matt Lafleur said they were both going to be limited today, as per. Aaron Nagler, he yeah. did not see either of them on the field. It's, it's
1: going to be up to Friday.
0: Okay. I'm hoping, man, because we need them.
1: For a lot of these guys, it's, it's, are you there invisible on Friday? Is kind of what it turns into. Especially with those two guys, I'm not too concerned about them actually getting in practice reps. Just leave them on the couch. Wake them up on Saturday morning. Let's go. You know, like do a walkthrough and, and let's get to it. So that's why I think. That's why it wasn't an I know. I think we're going to be a little bit more healthy than we anticipate. Maybe we have a surprise box sighting, you know, where I I personally didn't think he'd be back practicing yet, but Aaron was pretty positive. They're going to be riding the cart together this week at practice. So I, we'll see. We'll see.
0: I mean, with the Nyman injury, having Bach back would be nice, but I feel like I am much more We're going to need nervous. one of them. We're going to need one of them, but also, like, we need Christian Watson and Keishon Nixon, or else we're going to have some real unsung heroes to pull this game out.
1: Without a doubt. I'm really worried about the, and we'll get into it, but the Vikings pass rush. the Neil Hunter, seems like he's been a great pass rusher for a decade, and the dude's still in his 20s. I don't know how it's possible. They but, got that other guy. And then they got Zedarius. Yes. Zedarius. Who yeah. you know is going to be coming for blood. Juiced. Just as yes. I'm coming for Kirk's blood, yes. he will
0: be coming for Aaron's blood. Correct. The animosity might be on the same level.
1: So can we please have a starting tackle?
0: In That'd the be game. nice. Just, just one of them, and then Zach Tom can play the other one. If we had both, I would be ecstatic. Zach Tom can play an extended tackle. We can go with a three-tackle set just down their throat.
1: Just whatever it takes, four tackles, because we'll have Mercedes out there. Oh,
0: so touche. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we cannot be calling Mercedes Lewis a glorified tackle after what he showed on tape.
1: We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um. Yeah, if I could not see Royce Newman, I I appreciate that he decided to make an appearance after I talked about him and apologized to our fan base last week about him, but he would be just fine on the bench as far as I'm concerned.
0: He looks really comfortable on the bench. He looks happy there, and I'm all about people having their peace. A 100%. Just have your peace on the bench, Royce. I love that for him. You know what? How about if we get in the kneel down situation, he can go play not center, on the kneel down, so he can't fumble. How
1: about we just go up 30, and then we can put him wherever we want to?
0: I don't know. Think we're the Colts? Think we can give up, you know, a 30-point lead? No. No, no. because we have Razul. You're right. Good answer. (laughs) Good answer. All right. Good segment, as always. Let's keep it rolling. Let's do it. Offense. What do you think? would you like? Talk to me.
1: I liked that we actually had more offensive output after Christian Watson left the game. Surprising. Yeah, very, especially given some of the injuries we had, right? So Aaron Jones been dealing with uh, ankle injury, kind of ankle-shin injury for a while now, and he was out of the game for a while as well. So when Christian Watson comes out, the first thing I thought was like, okay, well, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon show with some Romeo Sprinkleton. That's That's all we got, right? That's all that's left.
0: Not even McHenry's own? I
1: mean, he gets like one important catch a game.
0: Hell yeah, he does.
1: Of course he does. Oh, love me some McHenry's own. But realistically he's not going to be the game changer we needed right at this point
0: no mercedes lewis was apparently shockingly <laughs> did you see aaron talking about it, the pat McAfee show it was glorious so what my recollection was aaron was talking about they've had this play drawn up a few times where they just you know there's a complex action on the right side and they just send mercedes lewis just down on a, on a deep just out and up just go eat space basically maybe bring a safety with you if they're not sure who you are if they don't know that you're 47 year old Mercedes <laughs> Lewis but Aaron just threw it up to him and Mercedes went up and got it I mean I don't know if it's a better throw or a better catch
1: after review after watching the highlight a couple different times from a couple different angles great catch insane throw
0: yeah you missed insane. that you missed that on the the instant replay to showing the they catch they never showed it they never no, showed you had to go back and watch it which we do because we are devoted to Packer fans everywhere
1: aaron Rodgers was was standing almost with his feet at like shoulder width apart not exactly throwing motion
0: right no not ideal
1: dude straight up in his face and dude just like sidearm drop that thing in a bucket 35 yards downfield like just beautiful vintage rogers honestly probably one of the better throws Probably one of his, if not the best throw he's had all year, one of the better ones in the NFL. I mean, that was an insane throw.
0: Oh, I would say his best of the season for sure, Incredible. and that's that's no snuff to Aaron Rodgers. That was beautiful off platform, like you said, very vintage Rodgers, and we've been seeing more of that lately.
1: He was he was scampering around out there, running for first downs. Yeah, I didn't love the read option where he kept it. That didn't go great.
0: No, but at least you put it on tape and you make teams look for it because before it's like there's no way he's going to keep it. Now, if that creates just a half a second in someone's thought, then I don't want to be posterized by 39, 38 year old Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I
1: honestly thought we'd save that for like a two point try or something like that.
0: Maybe we'll do it against, late in the game. Against or that would be amazing.
1: Because we all know Zedarius is biting. Oh, 100% of the time. For sure. Or honestly... The man cannot keep contained to save his life.
0: If it's him and Aaron, he also might play it dirty because he's got that much animosity. Like, I can't be on the field and knock out Kirk Cousins. That's true. But Zadarius might try to knock out Aaron Rodgers. That is a very real possibility. There's a chance. Yeah, great throw from Aaron. Great throw. Great catch. Love to see it.
1: It was amazing. It was amazing. Made me really happy, and I was sad that... After I saw the throw, I'm like, how did they not show this more?
0: This was incredible. I just think because of the catch and because it looked like he might have, you know, kind of came out late.
1: Was it a catch? Was it not a catch? All it was a catch. Out. It was a catch. It was a catch. What else? I want to see more Aaron Jones, and it, it makes me sad. And I understand this is kind of a downer thing when we have so many good things to talk about, but it makes me sad that he's been injured, right? I want the full Aaron Jones experience. I feel like we've only gotten it a couple times this year.
0: But we're keeping him relatively healthy. Oh, and we're trying. We're trying.
1: It sounded like he was going to get pulled out of the game if... Or a, yeah, he was going to get pulled out of the game. Then H.A. Dillon got hurt a little bit. Hey, Whole you, thing.
0: Patrick Taylor. Patrick
1: Taylor, who came in and, and by far his best game as a pro. Right. He did something. He did two
0: somethings. Beautiful pass blocking. I'm pretty sure he saved Rodgers on one he of those did.
1: plays. He saved it on the big dog play. And then Bell's he had head.
0: a beautiful third down. Like nothing was open down the field. He caught it. Showed like he actually had some wheels, not yeah. like the usual Patrick Taylor that we know and love. And just
1: plods straight just ahead and balls down.
0: Two yards and that's it. No, the man showed, hey, Kylan Hill, who? I'm RB3. I can do some things.
1: This he, is why we kept him instead of Goodson. Right. This is that's why, why we, brought him up.
0: we kept him instead of Samuel Watkins.
1: This is true because we had to elevate him for the third and final time, and and after that third time off the practice squad, you can't go back down. You have to cut him or keep him.
0: And that's that's big shoes to fill. I mean, you are taking the place of a man who thinks that he is a lizard. What do you have to bring to the table, Patrick Taylor?
1: And shout out to Sammy Watkins. Actually had a nice play for the Ravens this week. Did he? I missed that. He had like a 30-yard in route and run after the catch type of scenario.
0: Couldn't have done that in Green Bay, but whatever, man. I'm happy for you. You had a really good block for Christian Watson, so all the best to you, Sammy Watkins. No ill will whatsoever.
1: Absolutely none. So what would you see? What would you like?
0: Josiah did something. That was nice. True. It was a lot of tight ends doing stuff, honestly. Even as it pains me to say it, Tyler Davis had a nice few blocks. And speaking of blocking, Al Mazar taking out three Dolphins in one crack block. Crack back block was absolutely legendary.
1: And then counting them while they laid on the ground.
0: That is a new trend, and we need to watch that. Who's going to do it next? Because Christian Watson did it with the touchdowns. Yep. One, two, three, which was funny because I stood up from the couch and was doing the same thing as he did (laughs) it. So Christian Watson and I, we are on the same wavelength. And then Alan Mazar did it. So bold prediction. Who's it going to be next? I'm going to say A.J. Dillon.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good
0: one. I could see in a game where, especially Minnesota, they Mm. give up a lot of yards. They've been Mm. giving up 400. I believe it's eight out of their past 10 games. This could be a game where it's a shootout, and we get the ball deep in the territory. It's no secret we like to give it to A.J. Dillon. I could see it. It could happen. I'm just saying. I hope if somebody else does something involving a three, that they do count it, because that's kind of a trend for this team. That now. would
1: be awesome. I'm going to take an absolute dark horse because Aaron Jones is the easy answer.
0: Don't say Patrick Taylor.
1: No, not Patrick Taylor. <laughs> Preston Smith.
0: Preston Smith. He's also turned it up lately, so that's a nice he one.
1: He has. That would be, and that would mean that we're getting home on somebody, which would be great.
0: Oh, for sure. All right. So back to offense. We sort of talked about. Aaron Rodgers kind of scampering a little more. Yeah, he looked good. He and looked that interception
1: good. did not, that, that was stupid.
0: Yeah, that was baloney. But I also, a few times, I feel like this year, partially due to how banged up our offensive line has been, you know, Aaron's under more pressure, but there's also just been a slight decrease in pocket awareness. And this man has ungodly pocket mm-hmm. awareness, yep. right? But we saw a little bit more of that against the Dolphins. There are a few times where there yeah. was someone screaming around the edge. Oh, God, Aaron's dead. Just go down, hope and fumble. And he steps up and gets a throw off to, I don't remember who he sent it to, but it was a first down after that. He's, he's looking more like himself lately.
1: I agree. He's looked a lot better in the pocket. Outside the pocket, he's looked a lot better run around, which is interesting because none of the injuries we knew about would affect that.
0: No, none whatsoever.
1: But it almost looks as if he's getting healthier in his lower body.
0: You're telling me that. If you have a messed up thumb, it doesn't hurt your running.
1: It does not. No. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> yeah, Aaron's looking good. Um, I was happy, like I said, with the tight end production. Elmazard good block. Elmazard Al also had like a forty yard bomb down it's the one left of those sideline.
1: Just, I mean, I feel like we almost get one a game. Yeah. A good offensive games, anyways, and they all look the same. There's zero separation, and it doesn't matter because. Al Lazard kind of half-dives for the ball, and it's dropped into a bucket, and they all look identical, and they're all gorgeous.
0: Mm -hmm. I'll take it, man. Does that seem pretty? It just works. Correct. And we already talked about Patrick Taylor. I mean, the offense definitely sputtered early. We have that 90-something-yard kick return from Keyshawn Nixon. And then kind of like you alluded to, right, Christian Watson goes down, and you're like, oh, shit. But we have that beautiful drive to start the second half and we just were able to do enough. Yep. Kind of reminded me a little bit of the Cardinals game, right? Coming in undermanned because Christian Watson, I mean, we've compared him to, you know, NVS, and you can say the Devontae thing, whatever, but, like, it's definitely a much different offense when he's not in the field because no one can really stretch the field that far. Samare, maybe, but he was only in for a few snaps to block and thought he did fine there. Romeo Dobbs had a few, at least one drop to start the game.
1: He had one, and then that the big dog play, Romeo turned the wrong way, according to Aaron. Okay. He was supposed to break out, and he broke in, and that's why Aaron had to get off his reeds and kind of scramble to the left and then chucked it up. So shout out to Romeo for running the wrong route to get us a big play.
0: It worked. Thank you, Romeo. Appreciate it. He finished with, like, five or six catches for 50 or 60 yards, I and I was... I think he looked
1: relatively good overall.
0: First game back, I'll take that. No one's going to be Christian Watson, but it's, a, it's another good momentum builder. Let's keep it going.
1: And realistically, like we talked about... I think last week or whatever it was, separately. the It was a good, solid game from him, and that's what I'm looking for. There's going to be flashes, right? You know there's going to be flashes, but what does the floor look like week in, week out? Because a great receiver week in, week out, the floor is like four catches, 40 to 50 yards, right? And, and that's I'm a su- badish game. Yeah. That's kind of what we're seeing.
0: And also, once Christian Watson went out, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure they would have put Xavier Howard on Romeo, Good corner. One of the best corners in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. He'd be a nice dude to have. So, shout out to Romeo. Looking, uh, looking to see a little more out of you against Minnesota in the weeks to come.
1: And then talking about the... Let's talk about the old line a little bit. Okay. Some interesting things going on there. Obviously, we got the Royce Newman coming in for Josh thing. Hate to see that. But nothing bad happened.
0: Did relatively well Yeah, We they, didn't he hear did, his name. He did
1: fine. Which is interesting because they had, they have really good pass rushers. Right? Miami's got a good Defensive line. Christian Wilkins wrecked us. He oh, wrecks yeah. everyone. Oh yeah, such a such a disruptive force, and he's more. He seems more explosive than Kenny is. Right, he he's more of a knife through the offensive line kind of guy, and Kenny can do that, but Christian Wilkins lives lives that way, mm-hmm. very disruptive. Right, then you got Jalen Phillips, super athletic guy coming off the edge, and then you got Bradley Chubb on the other end, who got banged up a little bit, but I thought we held up relatively well. All things to consider, since we didn't have both starting tackles for a good portion of the game.
0: Yeah, for sure. This offensive line was able to just, you know, button down the hatches, cut through the storm. Not the ideal group, especially having our favorite Royce Newman out there. Yep. But I was I was pretty impressed. Nashville's with what they, own. Nashville zone,
1: Nashville, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Can't believe I just said that. I must be really feeling good after this Packers win. I just said Brody, one, of your, bud. one of your owns, and it was Royce Newman. Who right now is probably leading contender for Paul Bearer. I mean, he's he's the closest. There's no one else lately. For this year, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tyler Davis has been doing fine. Amari Rodgers is gone.
1: So Sammy Watkins. Not that he really let you down. He just never did
0: anything. Yeah, so it was just disappointment, but I wasn't like mad at him or anything. Savage? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All that right. Is. Paul Bearer alert. Right now, he's number one. Royce can be number two.
1: All right. Shout out to Royce for not being number one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Savage, jump to defense. Let's do it. Thoughts on defense. All right. First thing that comes to mind is that they always say that you can't lose your job to injury, but that's the biggest lie.
1: Oh, 100% you can.
0: Dean Lowry, I don't know exactly what injury he sustained, but Devontae Wyatt came in and showed what we've been saying about him.
1: So let me get this in quick while I can. Rockford's own Dean Lowry, by the way.
0: Exactly. Notice what he said there, folks. While I can. Because he's
1: a free agent after this year, and I do not think he's coming back.
0: I really don't think so either.
1: And I love Dean Lowry, right? Obviously, I think last year he had a really good year, really strong year. They talked about how he finally like unlocked his kind of like almost farm old man strength and was oh, just bull yeah. rushing everybody. He's got
0: a little power to him.
1: Yeah, and then this year it's kind of gone. So I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know if people figured out how to combat that on tape type of thing. But yeah, he has been disappointing this year. He's been fine, but just fine. Right. And Devontae wide has been coming on. We've been calling for this for a couple of weeks now. Like he's making a splash play a game and he's only in the game for like eight snaps. You yeah, know, Let's see 15, 20, see what happens.
0: And he didn't blow anyone's mind on the stat sheet. He only had one tackle, but you, you felt his presence. Yeah. You he, saw him disrupting, he's penetrating through for sure. Yeah. But if we're talking about the defensive line, the story of this game was not Devontae Wyatt. It was not the loss of Dean Lowry. It was J. Ron Reed. J. Ron Reed, Jaron. whatever you want to call him, J. Money saved this game. He honestly did. In the yeah. second quarter, that strip fumble when the Dolphins were driving, we were down 20 to 10. You know, the. The train was coming completely off the tracks. So you just felt like, oh, God, they're going to go score here, and it's going to be 27-10. to 10. We get the ball for halftime.
1: But that's too much. We're done. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Wasn't feeling great about that. Jerron Reed finished with six total tackles, only second to Adrian Amos. Did have a sack and a tackle for a mm-hmm. loss in addition to his forced fumble.
1: And fumble recovery.
0: And fumble recovery. Yeah, hit the whole thing. So beautiful game out of him. No offense to your boy, but, you know, we kind of talked about Jerron Reed and Dean Lowry. Like, we both kind of think that Devontae Wyatt should be playing over them. Jerron yeah. Reed has shown potential, has shown some upside in previous games. So if I had to pick which one I'd rather have on the bench, it would be Dean Lowry. And that's exactly what we're going to get. But shout out to Jerron Reed. Thank you, sir.
1: And What's really interesting about Reed is this is not the first game we've talked about him. <clears throat> right? He's had some other really impactful games this year. Problem is, he seems to disappear for six weeks at a time. And then he shows up and just kind of blows up a game out of nowhere. It's like, man, this guy's really good.
0: So I'll see you in the NFC title game, drawn
1: That sounds like a great plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would just love to see more consistency because, like, where's this guy been? I don't know. He's just he's just one of those flashy dudes, right? He's, he's one either, of those guys. hot or cold. And I appreciate that about him. But if we can mix that with Devontae White a
0: little bit more. We got two
1: flashy dudes potentially.
0: Oh, and that other guy, Kenny Clark, and that Preston guy, and King Zanabari. Oh,
1: absolutely. Like, Kenny's a Kenny's a guarantee, right? Oh, He's, yeah. a, lock. He's <laughs> no, a
0: lock. Now he is. He back I mean, too.
1: Yeah, because he was rough.
0: Him and Aaron are like, yo, we're good. Let's let's be good again, guys.
1: Let's just not suck. Yeah, let's Preston's do that. Preston's been better,
0: the whole eternity of old guys being it, being good again. Correct. I guess. I
1: mean, Kenny Clark's. Not that old. Our
0: age. (laughs) He's been around for like 20 seasons now.
1: I know. He's actually younger than us, which is terrifying given that he's been in the league like seven, eight years or something.
0: Speaking of things that are unbelievable, good segue. Thank you. You know, Keyshawn Nixon goes down, and I guess Shamar Jean Charles was out. But when they trotted out Ennis Gaines as like, the oh other God. defensive back, I was <laughs> like, whoa, has it come to this? I guess it was like him or Dallin Levitt. I I guess we're, I mean, we're that's that what thin. We're,
1: that's really what I was looking forward to, talk, thinking about matchups for this game, right? going into it, was like, who do we want to match up against Tyreek Hill? Ennis Gaines. Ennis, Ennis Gaines. Gaines. <laughs>
0: Although, as much as I cringe, my dad like very obviously pointed out when Ennis Gaines had a tackle for loss. Yeah, or, he made a good play. He made a beautiful play. So, all right, Ennis, you're you're gaining some ground in my book. Oh my god. Oh my god. Does it does it pains you when I make a pun about the Gaines?
1: Okay, let's move on, please. But
0: I mean, <laughs> but so good for him, man. Good weird, for him. weird that we have this. I mean, safety. I don't know that much about him. If you ever played corner in college, but I guess it's like who who do you trust that's left? And I guess we didn't have any other Levitt, corners that were active. Carpenter, he's safety slash. I linebacker. heard Carpenter played a little bit. Aaron said it, but I didn't see I, it. I didn't see it either. But we wouldn't necessarily. Well, and Dallin Levitt had his head between his his legs after his just beautiful that was beautiful muffed or uh, not muffed punt, but a uh, fake punt.
1: That I don't think that was his fault. There's got to be a a call there oh and if there is talked about it you have to call the timeout yeah they talked about it
0: and it seemed like there was no how can you put i don't know i also don't i don't understand why down that it's that guy when he's like your 33 year old andrew cindy looking dude (laughs) your reserve safety who's just like a team guy who has very little athletic ability why he is the guy when it's you know, fourth and two on our own 20, you want to give because the ball he's to? is the
1: guy every other time you can't make it look obvious.
0: <clears throat> Isn't Josiah out there or Patrick Taylor? Like, no, one of those. they're not. Please, I'd rather have <laughs> Tyler Davis run the ball than <laughs> Dallin it at this point. Or Isaiah McSuffett. I just, why, why, Dallin? Just just leave was it, just it t- alone. It's time Dallin. to shine. Just leave it alone. It's time to shine. You're man. missing this pun here. I'm really upset, <sighs> Like, leave it, like, love it. I got it. All right. Not as good I have to explain it as always. Yeah, defense. I mean, we have we have three pips, the three picks. We've already sort of talked about those, great plays. And I mean, even on the Jair one where it's over the receiver's head, he's started to catch it. And Jair has shown in the past that he has pretty awful hands.
1: <laughs> That's true, hundred percent true. I was honestly <laughs> afraid that when he didn't take that back to the house, because especially coming off of the. Um, kick return that went nowhere essentially oh
0: yeah we got to the 10 yard line and then i think we had negative three yards on that drive
1: correct i was like if you don't house this Jair, we may not score yeah how about you pitch it back
0: to razoo instead let's
1: let's never do that again
0: no no no, it was razoo my guy listen he's he's not the best and i don't think you would be the best after being spun around 360 three times you tell me how your awareness would be you wouldn't be a little motion sickness Motion sickness does not make you just toss the ball around. Have you ever been spun around by Ben Skaronic the chronic? Have you, Luke? Honestly, have not. So then you can talk to me when it happens. Okay, I will. All right, call Benny up. I will. Bennett, sorry, as we learned. (laughs) Bennett. Bennett the chronic. Oh, Razo, I love you so much. Where were we? Yeah, interceptions. Uh, Interceptions.
1: Interceptions are good. Interceptions are very good. Also, Rudy Ford, you may want to uh, realize that Tyreek Hill... Is very fast, right? Yeah. So get deeper.
0: Whatever you think is fine. Get deeper. There's a reason you had to walk on at Notre Dame. There's a reason you weren't recruited out of you know out of high school. Man, like you got a lot of heart. You do. You're a great story. And we love you, and we love you, probably more than the ru- the real Rudy. But
1: honestly, true facts.
0: You're still better than Savage. But yes, just just know your limitations. Hopefully, against you know Justin Jefferson, he will have learned his lesson. That'd be nice.
1: Now, Amos was the other safety on that play, right? So, shout out to Amos for literally single-handedly saving my fantasy football season. If Tyreek Hill gets in the end zone there, I would have lost. So, you're buying an Amos jersey now? Shout out to Adrian Amos. (laughs) We've been kind of mean to you recently because you haven't been playing very well. But thank you for just tackling Tyreek Hill, if nothing else.
0: Oh, for sure. I also think that as a whole, this defense, I, I know... That Jalen Waddle had like an 80 something yard touchdown. I know that, but and still.
1: Rasul took a bad angle, dry whiffed on a tackle.
0: Yes, Luke, these are things that we know. But also, Andre and Amos got like blocked where Tyreek Hill just stood there and just didn't even. How was
1: Amos going to catch either one of I them? I think that
0: Tyreek Hill knew. He's like, I don't have to block him. <laughs> I just have to get in his way a curse midgen, just a little curse And then. Adrian Amos is not going to catch him. There is no way in hell. <laughs> 100% accurate. He had
1: no chance. As soon as I saw he was in hot pursuit, I was like, we're done. There's no way he catches him.
0: Yeah. He honestly stuck closer than I thought. It was like watching an episode of Cops where the cop is really fat, and he's trying to catch someone. Just, nope. No. Just Spot p- on. Play the soundtrack. Just not going to happen. Calling calling for backup, but unfortunately... Eric Stokes is hurt, so he's the only fast The guy backup. Got.
1: In, in this case, was Jair
0: who whiffed the tackle. He did. He does that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jair. Well, hopefully, be a good Jair now. He was. He was feeling pretty good about himself today at his uh, press conference talking to the media. Good. So he needs to show it though. He was hilarious after the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> the waddle was. Oh my god, it was perfect. Anything else from defense? I feel like we've really covered it. We already really talked about Dallin Levitt's snafu.
1: J.J. had a nice um, pass deflection, J.J. and so He did, yeah. I like that there's something we can bring up about him every single week.
0: Every week he shows something. Something.
1: He He didn't get a ton of pressure, but I like what I saw.
0: Maybe a hot take. Don't care. I think he's one of the steals of this draft, not even just for us, but for the entire league. He's looking like some of the best pass rushers that were taken in the first round. He was taken in the fifth. His name is Kingsley for a reason. Spot on or JJ because he's like I, JJ Watts. I feel fine. like
1: all of these, a broom chart entire draft could be a steal of the draft.
0: This draft has, has turned out very well. I mean, top Except to bottom, Sean Ryan. we don't know yet. All right, he likes a little. Dra- was it PED or PEDs. was it PEDs? Eh, not great, but I mean, I'm not going to write him off just yet. That's no, a little early for me.
1: I know the rest of them look like steals. Absolutely.
0: Hey, Christian Watson's not a first round receiver. <laughs> yeah, there's no one. In that rookie class, I would rather have than the doctor himself. Absolutely not. Christian Watson. Absolutely not. So, Christmas gifts. We got a lot of Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve, guys. And I think this also helped propel our team. Everything that we needed to have happened, happened. So we're
1: not talking about the Packers golf polo I received for Christmas? That's not the kind of gifts we're
0: talking about? No, but I'm really happy to hear that. Also... The old man got me some golf clubs for Christmas, so we need to go. Okay, there let's we go. Do it. So now South of Jetta Curtain also knows that Luke and I are going golfing. <laughs> you know, one of my loyal listeners was saying that they wanted to hear more about my life. So there's your little your little snippet. I still hate Kirk Cousins, and Luke and I are going golfing.
1: That's all. You, literally, all you need to know about Devin.
0: Maybe we should get sweepstakes. You know, like a South of Jetta Curtain fan to come golf like with that. us. I like that. Get some charity going. Ooh, love it. Love ooh, it. This is an idea. All right, we'll, we'll get working on that. So season three. Well, this season is going to go on a little bit longer, so we can probably put this in season two. There you go. There we go. There we
1: go. I mean, it's cold outside, but
0: yeah. I just mean, okay, whatever. (laughs) I see what you did there. You're right. Back to my Christmas gifts. Christmas
1: gifts from the NFL.
0: Christmas gifts from the NFL. As I said my very sad monologue without Luke, we needed the Panthers to win. And I didn't give them a snowball's chance in hell, but by golly, they ran all over the Detroit Lions. They did not just win. They steamrolled. Dan Campbell went up. Dan Campbell, coach of the, the Lions, for those of you who are not as ill as Luke and I are, went up to the head coach of the Panthers and said, hell of a job, hell of an ass whooping. True true statement. True statement.
1: No one saw the Panthers put up. 500 yards of offense.
0: Shout out to uh, Chuba Hubbard, long lost cousin of my sister's husband, Matt Hubbard. That must be related somehow. So th- <laughs> thank you, Chuba. Extended family. Love you, my man.
1: Deontay Foreman.
0: Deontay Foreman is having a resurgence. Big he back... never really had a surgence. Well, Big Beck. Okay, fine. Well... Okay, this this is like three or four years in. I'm going to call that a resurgence. He was really good at Texas, drafted by what the Texans? Yeah, didn't do anything. Come to Carolina, and now he's looking like an old school power back, and I'm all about it. Fair enough. Power back, Dreads, Marshawn, Marion Barber. I love you. Thank you, Derrick Henry. I guess he's fine.
1: I mean, he literally backed up Derrick Henry.
0: Okay, Luke, right? <laughs> Derrick Henry, he's fine too. Kansas City, no surprise. Beat the Seahawks, 24 to 10. Appreciate it. Now the Seahawks are out of our hair. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not those Seahawks, it's still just nice. There's still Pete Carroll, so there's still a little.
1: I like the rest of the team besides Pete Carroll.
0: Yeah, DK Metcalf. He's cool. My boy. Giants fall to the Vikings in a very close game, 24-27.
1: Honestly, didn't really care much. Technically, slightly better for us for the Giants to lose, but in reality, we're not catching the Giants.
0: Probably not. I don't know who their last two games are. Let me peek. The Oh, yeah. The Giants play the Colts, so probably not going to happen. Good God. Nick Foles, baby. Uh, and the Giants, in the last week of the season, play the Eagles, who may not have anything to play for. Slim chance they play Jalen Hurts, depending on so how long. coming off injury. Well, depending on how long he's out for, you may not want to have him go an entire month
1: without playing, so you bring him back for the last game of the season before the bye.
0: You yeah, might do it. That makes sense. That's, that's not a completely crazy thought. The Commanders. Fell to San Francisco for the second time this season. I was rooting for San Francisco. I think I will be slightly less ostracized for this one.
1: I will not ridic- ridicule you about that.
0: Thank you, sir. But can you agree that it is it's the same motivation? Why I rooted for them in week one is to help the Packers. Can we at least get to there?
1: And now that is a sensible excuse. Week one, it is not.
0: Okay. We'll go to therapy. We'll figure it out. Other games that mattered, I think that was kind of it, honestly. Those are the big ones. Commanders, yeah, Seahawks, Panthers, for well, sure. Yeah. So this week, obviously, we have Minnesota, and we'll jump into that in a second. But the games that matter, the biggest one is the Cleveland Browns going to Washington to play the Commanders. Now, if the Commanders lose and we win out, we're in. We're in. I'd also assume that if the Commanders win this game, and then they lose next week. Correct. That we'd be in,
1: and they play the Cowboys next week.
0: They play the Cowboys next week. So who we'll, may
1: or may not care about anything at that point?
0: Exactly. And we will be freezing our asses off at Lambeau, and Damn, I'm hoping not, not caring at all. Not, I mean, not caring about that game at all. We're going to be focused in the moment on this playoff game that is happening in front of us.
1: That is the goal.
0: Speaking it into existence
1: could be a playing in for for the Lions and Packers. At Lambeau Field.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the Lions situation looks like. I mean, it doesn't really matter, matter. I don't think if, they're not going to be trying no matter what.
1: If we win out, mm-hmm. obviously that assumes that we beat the Lions in, in the last week of the season. And then it, we go into crazy tiebreakers to decide to win. Who gets that last wild card spot between us and the Lions? It's most likely us at that point. Because you, you get to strength of schedule and strength of victory and all that and we are leading all of those.
0: I was gonna say I thought it was pretty much a slam dunk that if we went out and Washington loses we're in.
1: I think if some like crazy things happen with the the Lions common opponents, we potentially may have some problems. But I don't I don't think any of that's happening.
0: So so then, far it's looking good. Let me ask you another question. Yeah. Do you know who the Lions play this weekend? The Bears. Yeah.
1: Nah, not doing it. So,
0: Lucas Mueller, how do you feel about that? Not doing it. What if we. Because. What if we win both games? No, 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 no. What if we win both games and then the Lions beat the Bears and that crazy strength of schedule shit happens and we don't make the playoffs because you wouldn't root for the Bears?
1: False because they are a common opponent. So the Bears count for both of us.
0: I really hate it when sometimes you just put me in my place. <laughs> I really just don't like that. I get all excited and you're just like, Nope. Sit down. You're right. I am. You're right. So the Vikings. The Vikings.
1: The Vikings. Real quick, real quick, did you listen to Locked on Packers today? I did not. Oh, you missed out. Oh, Peter
0: Bukowski. Did he give us a shout out?
1: No, but him and the Luke Braun, I believe, is the guy who I like when he does Locked on NFL as well is the Locked On Vikings guy, and they were basically just yelling at each other for 20 minutes.
0: Oh, I'm listening to that in the ride home. Do you, as you should,
1: talking about why or why not the Vikings are frauds. The answer is they are, to a certain degree. They are not a 12-win team.
0: No, no, they've won so many one possession games, it kind of feels like our old Packers of, like, 2019? Yeah, 2019. Went and got smoked by San Fran? Correct. The first time?
1: So, similar to, to that, probably even flukier. Realistically. I mean
0: that Colts game shouldn't have happened. There's no way. Especially like they had a turnover on downs and an interception. Like the Colts did everything they could to give that game away. Like
1: literally, if the Colts just kneel the ball every possession in the second half, they probably still win.
0: Waterboy esque like, like the strategy. Just,
1: just craziness happened there. So yeah, the Vikings aren't that good. Now I'm gonna say that they are a good quality team, but they're not second or third best team in the NFC.
0: I want us to pause for a second. I want us to think about that Packers Vikings game way back in week one. Do
1: we have to? No, just for a sucked. second.
0: No, no, it did. It did. It sucked. It wasn't great. Do you remember how awful that game felt? And it felt I like do. we lost by 40 points, right? Mm-hmm. Because Christian Watson had that drop. We had some struggles in the red zone. We couldn't cover Justin Jefferson.
1: We didn't even try.
0: We didn't even try. Exactly. It was probably the worst coverage game we've had all season. You know what the score of that game was?
1: It wasn't as bad as it felt. It, it was, was twenty-three 20. to seven. Yeah,
0: that's it. We played like doggy doo doo in a monsoon, and the it was worst only game of the season. twenty-three to seven. And that was before we discovered Patrick Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Saving grace, and, Patrick and his Taylor, Gaines and the boys.
1: It's before Rudy Ford was getting snaps.
0: This was before Rudy.
1: Yeah.
0: This is before Keyshawn. It is. This is before a lot. And I know that the Vikings have added TJ Hawkinson, but this is a much different Packers team. We agree. are hungry.
1: We seem to be, I don't want to say peaking, because I don't think we've come anywhere near near that yet. But we are definitely improving our plays as the season goes on. And most importantly, as we talked about earlier,
0: Uncle Mo. <sighs> Uncle Mo, he's here. Chris might be days ago, but Uncle Mo is still here. He ain't going nowhere.
1: Aaron. Anyway, I'm just going to cut you off. Aaron is looking more like Aaron. He is. And and if that, is, if that stays, I'll be damned if he lets Kirk Cousins beat him in such an important game. He won't. All he wants to do is play important games. Well, here you go, bud. Get after it. Patrick Peterson is not going to be able to cover Christian Watson
0: again, assuming he plays. Oh my Hopefully. God! I hope that Christian Watson first play of the game. going again, all over Patrick Peterson. And back. Like, hey, hey, hey,
1: hey. Stop and go. Out and up. Something. Hit him. First play of the game.
0: Yeah, and this, assuming this, he plays. This Vikings defense has been Swiss cheese.
1: Yeah, they're bad. Not
0: good. They not have good. great
1: pass rush, but the secondary is not very good.
0: Yeah, Harrison Smith, and that's it.
1: And I guess it's from listening to the Lockdown Packers episode, it sounds like they're rotating players a lot. So like Harrison Smith isn't playing every snap at safety. Getting
0: some Lewis scene.
1: That's kind of how... He's, like, dead. Remember? Is he? Is he
0: dead? Well, he, like, broke
1: his whatever. I don't. Oh, think, I, I think he was. he's out for the year. Good
0: thing we didn't draft him. What idiot wanted us to draft that guy? Crazy. Some knucklehead. Well, though, <laughs> him being dead still might be better than Darnell Savage. Yeah, we should have drafted.
1: No, I'm not going to say we should have drafted because we end up with Christian Watson, but Brisker would look pretty nice. Oh, now. yeah. Brisco I,
0: I do great. like me some Brisker. But, yeah. yeah, I guess that Christian Watson guy. I'm,
1: I'm all right he's, with him. He's doing okay. He's, he's decent, I guess. He's doing okay. But... Yeah, their defense is nothing to write home about, but they are rotating a lot of a lot of pieces a lot more. That's kind of apparently, and Kevin O'Connell's been upfront about this is that's what they're doing instead of resting players for games. They're rotating.
0: All right, I'm just gonna say though, if you see Harrison Smith is out, you make him pay. Like bombing. I mean, I know he's good. And we've been able to hit him deep before, even when he's in. But, like, if you take out your best player, your captain on defense, your quarterback on defense, we're coming for you. I don't care if it's Christian Watson. I don't care if it's Big Dog down the seam. Because Lewis Seen or whoever, whatever their young secondary guy to replace Harrison Smith is, it ain't Andrew Sandejo and more. It is not. It is not, unfortunately. Whoever it's going to be, they're going to be like, that's an offensive lineman. I'm just going to let him go. And then Mercedes Lewis is gonna muscle him from like sixty yards,
1: rumbling and stumbling all the way.
0: I don't care. I don't care how it's done. We need to beat these guys, and then we need to root for the Browns to win, which is a little hard for me to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't love that.
0: I. I really don't. So my hope is, my hope is, is that one of the outstanding commanders, pass rushers, who also loves and respects women. Knocks Deshaun Watson out, or you can just That'd break his cool. ankle. I mean, whatever. Headshot. I don't care. Whatever. Just happens. knock him out because then I can root for Jacoby Brissett.
1: This is a very violent opposing quarterback episode for you, Devin. You have I'm not s- saying uncalled you for. You have
0: sex offender and you have COVID liar. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. I love and respect women, and I put people on body bags for two years. So, like, I'm gonna I mean. call you out when you need it. I am. I'm not gonna go, Funny you know, burn. Listened. I'm gonna go burn someone's house down or anything, but I think that's very fair. That I hope that both these guys get roughed up, and I think that you do too. You're just not willing to say it because that's my job on the show.
1: It 100 percent is your job. Yeah, obviously not a huge uh, Deshaun Watson fan either. I like other
0: Browns players. Yeah, so it's maybe just like let Nick Chubb, just n- let Nick Chubb run Nick all Chubb. over them. Yeah, 100. That's bunch fine.
1: Of, bunch of Nick Chubb.
0: You can do like wide receiver reverses so they can get the ball without don't being thrown to. Jones. Yeah, a little DPJ what, action. A little Njoku. Just well, Sutton like, Joku, some, Njoku. some wildcat, wildcat quarterback. Yeah, Whatever it is. Just I don't want Deshaun Watson.
1: Miles Garrett, strip sack, touchdown. That's fine. Get some of those?
0: Yeah. we can. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe the Browns get the ball and run it with Nick Chubb three times. If they don't get a first down, they just punt it.
1: And honestly. They're playing Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: How did I forget to mention that? They're playing Carson Wentz.
1: Who can be single-handedly the greatest quarterback of all time and the worst quarterback of all time in the same game.
0: Yeah, how did I send out a group text and no one responded? What were you doing?
1: What a talent.
0: What were you doing? Because that was definitely newsworthy. Because the cousin, Mr. Heineke, he's up and down. I don't think that man deserved to lose his job. I think he brings life to that locker room. I think he brings life to that offense. Sometimes he has some plays that make you scratch your head. He is nowhere near the talent, but he is a very, very, very poor man's Brett Favre.
1: Agreed. And Carson Wentz is the most erratic football player I've probably ever seen.
0: Yeah, and I I do not expect a good showing out of him. So I hope not. I guess we say go Browns, but in only very specific ways. Correct. I just feel gross
1: saying that. Defensive touchdowns, whatever. A lot takes. of
0: defensive touchdowns. A lot of Nick Chubb.
1: And with Carson Wentz, that is
0: always an option. That is definitely an option. <laughs> All right, my man. I think we've covered everything that we need to cover. It has been so great to be back with you, doing what we love.
1: It's been wonderful, my man. Wonderful.
0: All righty, guys. Until next week. Go Paco. Go Pecco.